It's the Morgan Evans More or Less Pickleball Podcast coming at you in three, two, one, boom. It's a brand new day, pickleball is changing, and so are we. New guests, new segments, game shows. I've always wanted to be a game show host, so that's exactly what I'm going to do. We've got matchmaking, beat the pro competition. Points mean prizes, people. It's all happening. Turn your hearing aids up and get ready. My guest today wears arguably the tightest shorts in the game but somehow he's most definitely a man's man. Half the time we talk about the UFC, often a little bit of pickleball, it's always a great time. He's a five-time major champion in singles and in doubles, but not with me. And he's the man that made me a professional coach. It is the living legend that is Tyson McGuffin. How are you, my man? Mr. Evans, I'm doing pretty well, my man. How are you? Fantastic. Good to have you on the show. It's a whole new world. Whole new show. Everything's happening. It's good to be back on the show. I think the last time we uh, did a podcast together was I don't know, a year and a half ago. It's definitely been way too long. Yeah. A lot has happened. And I think in your life, you got a bit of news, don't you? Looks like you've got your loving on. I don't know what loving means. Usually babies. Yeah. So Meg and I just found out that we're having a baby girl. She's 15 weeks long. So pretty cool. So another MacGuffin to the bunch. I was dying for a girl and, and praying for the girl for the last last couple of weeks. So I was very pleased that we're not going to have another boy in the house. But yeah, man, so lots of fun stuff kind of taking place. We, you know, we got two different homes, a home in Yakima and then a home in Coeur d'Alene as well. So we're kind of wearing a couple of different hats, but that's our life. You know, it's pretty hectic, but we can kind of have some fun with it. And anyhow, yeah, so super pleased about, about the baby girl. I want to name her Baby Marley, but Meg is thinking Max or Alexis but I'm kind of more of a Marley fan. I like it. You know, some people say Morgan is a very sort of versatile unisex name. Yeah, I'm just floating it out there. Don't feel like you have to, but, you know, if you wanted to, I could probably throw in a couple of subscriptions to Coach Me Pickleball. <laughs> yeah, right. Good stuff. Excellent. So when's, when's the due date? You see, you said 15 weeks. My math is not great. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we we're actually just talking about that because, you know, I kind of plan my schedule with, with Level Up and tournament schedule like a year in advance. So just trying to figure out during that time if I didn't have any camp for tournaments. But yeah, I believe it's August 28th and I'm actually hosting a tournament in Tri-Cities, Washington. So if Meg ends up in the hospital... I'll have to get my, you know what, back to Coeur d'Alene. So, so anyhow, so yeah, kind of planning around halfway being at the tournament or maybe getting a flight back right away. So, but yeah, man, fun stuff. She's been nauseous and all the above and eating a bunch of weird stuff. It's kind of funny. She's been, she doesn't like Coca-Cola and she doesn't like ham sandwiches. So she's been like on this kick for the last like three weeks of just like literally eating nothing but sourdough bread and ham and mustard and then drinking Coke all day. But yeah, we're we're powering through it. She's one tough cookie. She's obviously runs her own business and we got her old business special needs. So got a lot of stuff on our plate, but luckily she's a tough cookie. You two are certainly the, for my money, the hardest working couple in pickleball. You're always on the road. How do you do it? 
is everything going to change once little baby Morgan? What was the name again? Marley? <laughs> yeah, baby Marley. You know what? As much chaos as there is, I'm more than happy to, to obviously be married to a, to a lovely wife and to have two beautiful boys and, and a baby girl on the way. So even with all the chaos, I mean, it's all worth it. But so when she comes along, honestly, I mean, I'll slow down the camps, but I think I'm going to try to stay playing as many tournaments as I can really take advantage of this little window that I have. I turned 30 this last year. So, you know, I don't, I don't know how much longer I have. I don't know what the level is going to be like in five years or if it's going to surpass me or I would assume in doubles, I probably have, you know, maybe 10 or 15 years singles, you know, who knows, but no, I'm going to, I'm going to keep on playing. You know, Meg obviously runs her own business, so she really doesn't have to be there a lot. As long as she's got the A-team working, then, then, you know, she can kind of be taking care of the babe at home. So. She's a good girl. She seems like your manager, your lover, your fighter, everything. It's brilliant. Oh, man. I mean, she wipes my ass all day and puts my diaper on. She can run circles around me. That's, that's why I put a ring on her finger. Team McGuffin. Very good. Team McGuffin. That's right, buddy. Okay, we're going to take a quick break from the interview to introduce a new segment called Morgan Evans Lightly Filtered. I'm going to have some real fun with this one, guys. In this segment, I get to take the gloves off and have a little rant. This coronavirus thing seems to be the flavor of the month, so I think it's a good time to talk about Pickleball's pandemic. The virus known as sandbagitis is plaguing the game, and I've just concluded a long-running study on sandbagology, and I've concluded that almost 60% of those infected also exhibit signs of douchebaggery. That's a condition I often experience in the backdrop. What are these people really thinking? Does pickleball really define them? If you go to your local courts and mix in with the 4-0 crowd, tell the world you're a 4-0, but then when it's tournament time, you suddenly are a 3-5 with a really, really good chance to medal, then I fear you've missed the point. Stop. Just stop. Either say what you are or play what you say. Now, I know the rating system isn't perfect, so there's some real wiggle room in what I'm saying. But take a moment to think about what you're doing. When you were sitting exams to finish 10th grade, you weren't allowed to just sit the 9th grade exams, were you? No, you had to put your big boy pants on and be challenged. You need to be challenged so that you continue to grow. So folks, when you meet your local sandbagger, Just feel sorry for them, because their desire to win is greater than their will to learn. Well, that was fun. I don't want to keep Tyson waiting, though, so let's get back to him. So how's your game looking? I've seen some good results. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously, we we played together all last year and had a fun time and had some good results. And I recently just started playing playing with Mr. Newman. They're calling us New Guffin. That's our that's our new new name, New Guffin. You can just add anything and throw a guffin at the end of it, and it just sounds great. It's amazing. You can, I know, right? I know. Yeah, man. You know, we ended up taking silver at World Pickleball Championships, and then ended up losing to Ben and Kyle at the World Pickleball Championships in the finals. And ended up taking silver and singles as well. Silver has been my freaking middle name for a long time. You know what? I'm having a hard time smelling gold these days. There's a gentleman that I'm not going to talk about because he's in my dreams from time to time. 
anyhow, so yeah, ended up taking silver, silver at World Pickleball Championships and then went to Hawaii. Actually, Riley and I got a win over Ben and Kyle there. Kind of cool. Beat him, beat him in three games in the finals. And then I got worked over in the singles final. It's like silver again. So to Ben and then let's see, played the Phoenix PPA. And I, I was on like a three week road trip, played the Phoenix PPA and then went to Puna to Florida for two weeks, taught a week long camp and then played the Florida Grand Slam. But the PPA had uh, two match points against Ben. I was actually, you know what? It was the first time in six months that I've actually taken a game off of that, off of that man. So uh, it was nice to kind of get over the hump a little bit. I had a match point at 11-10 in game three and another at 12-11. And I'm not going to talk about what, what happened during those match points, but I ended up losing the match. And then Riley and I ended up taking bronze and men's. And then two weeks ago, played Florida Grand Slam, won the men's singles, which was great, but it's not the same if I win singles and I don't play Ben Johns. Ben and I obviously have been been a notch above everybody in singles for, for a while now. And I believe that we really only lost to each other over the last couple of years. So, I mean, obviously it's nice to see gold every now and then, but I'd much rather go head to head with that gentleman in the finals. So yeah, I ended up winning the singles and then Riley and I, uh, it was kind of a, a pain in the ass. We ended up beating Colin and Ben in three in the winner's bracket final. And then they played a lot better in the finals. And beat us in three and then the game of 15 i'm not gonna lie ben kind of slowly pushed colin over and we all kind of know how that goes yes he's he's one of those guys he can play mixed with basically anyone next to him it is frustrating it's a little frustrating but i think he's definitely changing the game right and i think a lot of people are taking taking things out of his playbook because they see that he's obviously not losing well rest assured i think the reason why he's gotten as good as he is is i think he took something out of your playbook in the last well it looks like a year probably a year and a half or so i think the kind of level of physicality fitness you you brought to the table in response to his level and it's this fantastic cat and mouse and right now he's doing a good job being the cat but we'll get you back in the in the winner circle don't you worry my man us open baby that's it how do you feel about it you know what i actually feel yeah, I mean, I, I feel fresh. I've been working out a ton. Honestly, I think this is like the fittest I've been over the last couple of years. I've been doing a bunch of yoga and functional training and then trying to play as much as I can. Last year, I taught 40 camps. This year, I'm teaching 20. So I'm not, you know, having to hustle and grind as much. But, you know, it's going to be interesting to really use that Franklin ball with the humidity and how dense the weather is in Naples and with it being hot. And then also, too, to mix in the Franklin ball. I mean, it's almost like equivalent to playing indoors with a jugs ball. So it's it's going to be a very long day of suffering during all the events. But honestly, no, I actually like my chances playing with a slower ball, being a bit more physical. You know, I think that's, that's obviously it's how I've won the last two years at the U.S. Open. It was kind of nice because I was in Punta Gorda for two weeks. I kind of got used to, you know, all the wind and, you know, it's blowing 20 miles an hour and, and it's humid as could be. But it's interesting. Like, I feel like people who can win in southwest Florida, it takes a select type to be able to perform with all the conditions and, and the wind and it's tough to play man you know i mean there's just there's so much going on with like the wind and and how dense the air is and you know what i mean oh yeah i've always looked at it like the french open of pickleball tournaments it's the one that really separates the the men from the mice so to speak tough tough i know in preparation for it especially with uh with the franklin ball i've been trying to get my fitness up and i'm not you know i'm not dancing around the singles court anymore but I'm getting sick of feeling like I can't do a couple of eight, 10 hour days 
without something cramping up and it's been plaguing me for a while. So it's going to be a good time to get my cardio in shape. See if I can't get that leaf out of the MacGuffin book. That's right. But yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think too, it's going to turn the, turn the brackets a little bit too. It's, I think there's going to be some ringer teams that obviously play better with the Franklin ball than the Maduro ball, or obviously just play a bit more defensive and are probably going to have some more success, you know, during the U S open. So yeah, it's going to be interesting if it's going to be the equalizer and we'll see some see some new teams winning or maybe maybe see somebody new on the singles podium. But I would assume and and I hope that I, that I get to see that in the finals and singles. So that's always that's always plan A, man. I mean, if I can take out the big dog in the finals, I mean, that that's what lights me on fire. So I'd much rather have that than anybody else. I think the the coolest experience I've had so far was, you know, last year at the U.S. Open playing Ben and I was freaking seeing the ball like the size of a watermelon, you know? Yeah, no, I remember that. It was a, a great memory and I know the fans of the game really enjoyed that victory with the mustache, the Randy mustache. With the mustache, the old the old Ron Jeremy. <laughs> you're, you're rocking it, no doubt about it. So what's what's been taking place? So BNP, BNP obviously is canceled. You have some clinics coming up. Yeah, I'm doing clinics at the moment, but um, the weather hasn't been perfect. It's been a bit weird. It's kind of been a perfect storm of desert destruction recently between the BNP getting cancelled and, I don't know, they're talking like $400 million or so lost of tourism revenue for the desert. That's not a whole lot of fun. Yeah, it's, that's a, it's a very large number. I probably lost personally at least 15 to $18 in revenue. So that's a couple of nice-looking beers. But no, no, everything's cool with me. I've, I had about a four-month layoff from tournaments and happy to get back into it. This California Open last weekend, a couple of weekends ago. But, you know, I do miss you. It's not to say that Andre and I can't find that connection. I'm looking forward to the big Romanian carrying me. Yeah, he's a good dude. When I was teaching in Puna Gorda a couple of weeks back, we taught two three-day camps back-to-back. And anytime that I teach in Southwest Florida, all the camps fill up. That's like the pickleball method down there, right? And anyhow, so yeah, I had I had Andre teaching with me, David Steckel and Kyle. So I got to play with Andre and, and hang out with him and teach with him for about a week and got to know the guy. And he's definitely playing at a much higher level. We played Triple Crown together in 2019 yeah played triple crown together ended up taking bronze but he wasn't playing as aggressive back then as of now he's really using his leverage and leaning in and looking to be a lot more offensive and and use that big frame of his so he's one tough customer man him and kyle played together at the florida grand slam and he definitely had some good stuff so you guys are gonna have a good year i'm sure yeah i think our average height will come out to about 510 511 so i think that's a good looking team (laughs) (laughs) yeah right Beautiful. Well, happy to hear he's going well. Andre, if you're listening, get those shoulder presses working. I'm going to need you, bud. I'm sure he's he tunes into every episode, no doubt about it. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Just to hear your lovely voice. The Big Romanian. All right, let's just take a short break for a shameless plug from our sponsor, CoachMePickleball.com. Practice makes perfect, right? My name is Morgan Evans, and I have to tell you, the practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes progress. That's why we've created Coach Me Pickleball. At Coach Me Pickleball, you'll find an extensive and growing library of lessons on topics covering every aspect of pickleball for every level of player. For one small monthly fee, you'll get access to every video in our library with new content added every month. Check out coachmepickleball.com to sign up for a free seven-day membership. Well, there you go. 
Yeah, sounds like an absolute bargain to me. Anyway, back to Tyson McGuffin. to talk a bit about your sort of mentality for pickleball it your confidence comes from getting a lot of repetitions in feeling physically strong feeling fit you know getting a lot of court time but last year you were sort of plagued a bit with an elbow injury what was it like for you what what kind of effect did that have yeah 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 for sure I mean I mean you obviously had to had to play with me for a couple months and and had to see me just, you know, kind of fall apart on the doubles court because I couldn't freaking punch a backhand volley to save my life or hit a backhand select. And it was honestly, I mean, it was so freaking painful. And, you know, me being such a competitor and trying to tough it out and do the do the manly thing, which is which is probably wrong. I tried to play through it. It was brutal, man. I mean, honestly, like on a scale of one to ten, you know, ten with my elbow being being super, super shredded and, you know, with, with the pain being very high. I mean, it was like it was like a nine or a 10, but I think mentally, you know, mentally it was tough to train for tournaments. I really couldn't train. You know, I would kind of, it was funny because I could work out in the gym and I could do a bunch of band work, but when I put a paddle in my hand and I started hitting volleys or, you know, it was more so on the backhand side. Yeah. It just came right back and it was like lightning bolts just shooting up my arm. And I think there's, there's obviously a lot of people out there with tennis or golf elbow. You know, I think you can get it from a wide variety of reasons, whether it's weight distribution or, paddle material or the handle being too big or the handle being too small but yeah mentally I was I was pretty it's pretty worn out man I was kind of dealing with dealing with a lot of personal stuff with you know family and you know obviously my wife and I we got married uh, last October so it was right before national so I just had so much on my plate and then to top it I couldn't freaking play and that's always been like my biggest biggest stress reliever is you know being able to go go on the practice court or break a sweat and, and not have to think about anything. And yeah, I mean, leading up into tournaments, I really could train. So my level wasn't good. My performance really wasn't great. And in the back of your head, when you know you're not getting reps and you're coming into a tournament or you're not comfortable, I mean, it's it's tough to really paint a paint a picture that says that you can do any good at a tournament when, when you're just not feeling good enough. Yeah. So you've got treatment for it now and you're feeling, feeling fit and ready. Yeah. So, you know, actually right before nationals, I got, it wasn't a PRP injection. It's called a platelet lysate injection. It's like a PRP injection. And I'm not going to lie. It was very freaking expensive, but yeah, it's kind of cool. There was actually, there's only one doctor in the Northwest that does these platelet lysate injections. And he just happened to be like 45 miles away from me. So my lovely wife, Meg, right before nationals, you know, I was trying to get massage therapy. I got a cortisone shot. I was doing acupuncture. I mean, I did everything to to try to really heal my elbow and nothing helped. And yeah, she ended up finding this guy and I ended up getting an MRI and come to find out and had like severe tendonitis in my elbow. And so took my MRI to him and he actually got me in like that day. And the following day I left for Palm Springs for nationals. And basically it's kind of cool. So they basically take your blood, spin it, and then use all the plasma at the very top and then shoot it in that inflamed area. Yeah, it was pretty neat. I mean, it was kind of interesting because like within four days it kicked in and my elbow was back to a hundred percent. But what I didn't take into account was that I was playing five events at nationals. And, you know, obviously we played age events early on. We ended up losing to Joey and Kyle. Dang it. We had a pretty good look, I believe in that third game. Did we not? That's true. We did. We, it, uh, that was a good match. I, I enjoyed that one. That was a good one. match. Yeah. No, no, that was fun. Anyhow. So the first couple, you know, first couple of days of, of nationals during age events, my elbow was good. And then towards the end of the week, it came back, 
you know, and obviously during, during men's doubles, I was not at my best. And then during singles, I mean, I almost pulled out early on in singles. It was kind of funny. I mean, you, you saw obviously how I was suffering during, during the singles day, but I've never felt so old in my life, man. I had, I had a toenail that had fallen off. I had an elbow that was completely shredded during singles. And then I had something going on in my quad. And I remember I just battled all day. And in between matches, I was getting work done and trying to get people to work out my elbow or throw ice on my elbow. And at that given moment on that day, I, I swear to God, I've never felt so old. <laughs> I was suffering all day. But yeah, I ended up playing, you know, I ended up not losing a game all day, beat everybody aside from Ben and, and obviously ended up taking silver to Ben in the finals. But I've never ran so much in my life to just find a forehand during that day because any sort of backhand slice return or backhand volley was just lightning bolts shooting on my arm. So it was a live and die by the forehand type of day, if you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Maybe a two-handed backhand. That could be the way forward. Bring a little Riley Newman into my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. I hear the new Maxima. That's going to have a plenty of room for the two-handed backhand. Oh, work that two-hander. Yeah, yeah. Rob might listen to this one. So, Rob, please, let's get that Maxima going. I'm sure it's going to be a game changer. All right, we're going to pause it there with Tyson once more for a bit of a game show. I generally like to watch game shows mostly to see what kind of questions people can still get wrong. And today is likely not going to be any different, except I get to be the host for a little game of Pickleball Trivia. I've got Gabrielle Austin from Washington and Jason Neuenschwander from Indianapolis. Contestant number one will have the serve and will be asked a pickleball-related question. If they get that answer correct, they will keep the serve and attempt to keep answering questions correctly. First person to get to five points is today's winner and the proud owner of a huge $20 Selka gift voucher. Contestant number one, Gabrielle Austin. How are you doing, sweetie? Doing great. How are you, Morgan? I am doing very well. Excited to have you on the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been playing this crazy game? I have been playing for a little bit over a year. I played my first tournament last January 2019 and just fell in love with it. And now I'm trying to do a tournament in all 50 states. So I'm a true addict. All 50 states? Yes, sir. That's impressive. When's the uh, Hawaii tournament for you? I'm saving that toward the end. I got to soak in the sun, you know? (laughs) Good decision. Good decision. Well, happy to have you. Your opponent today is none other than Mr. Jason Neuenschwander. Jason, how are you, mate? I'm doing very well, sir. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. Well, we all know you are a beast on the court, but today we're going to find out if you're as good at the mental aspect of pickleball. You have a little bit of general knowledge going. You think you can hang in there? You know, I've been getting some lessons from the world's best coach, so hopefully that will work out well for me. (laughs) Well, when you run into him, please put him in touch with me. I'd like to learn a few things. I definitely will. (laughs) Good man. All right. Gabrielle, are you ready? I am. Let's do it. Perfect. Just so you know, each player can call for a timeout, and that essentially means I will give you one hint. Okay. And a first to five. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay, Gabrielle. Question number one for you is What year was pickleball invented? 1965. That's too easy, Morgan. 
Well, I told you we were going to start slow. I don't want to just judge that you know everything straight off the bat. All right, don't worry. They're going to get tougher. Oh, I'm ready for it. Very good. Okay, question number two. Deckel Bar and Susanna Bar are in fact related. True or false? False. Mm, congratulations. They have two different R's in their names. Well, I mean, the R is shaped basically the same, but one of them has double the amount of R's. Yes. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Question number three. Are you ready? I am. Good. The first three countries to belong to the IFP are what? Canada, US, and England? Oh, so close. Oh. It was a British colony. India is the correct answer. Oh. Bad luck. All right, Jason, that means you now have the serve. Are you ready to get your thinking cap on there, bud? Let's do this. Okay. On the return of serve in a refereed game, which line are the players not responsible for calling? The kitchen line. Ah, good man. Like, I had complete faith in you, Jason. I knew you wouldn't let me down. One of my prized students. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay. So at the moment, the scores are Gabrielle with two points and Jason with one. You ready for your second question, Jason? Let's go. Pickleball Central is located in which major city? Portland, Oregon. Oh, I'm so sorry. I had such high hopes for you. Close, really close. I mean, I think when I say close, a couple of hundred miles or so. Seattle is the correct answer. Oh, well, you've given the serve back to Gabrielle. That's an exciting time for young Gabrielle now. She feels like she is about to run away with a lead. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Gabrielle, what are the total maximum dimensions of a USAPA legal paddle? Mm, and there's a deathly silence that falls over the arena. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're Googling this, aren't you? You know, you can't Google it. <laughs> I wish that I was. I have a rule book right behind me that I'm tempted to grab, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to take a pass. I, I don't even have a clue. Okay. Fair enough. Jason, same question. Let's see if you've got this one. I don't think you've Googled it. I'll go with 28. 28. Oh, that would be fun. Unfortunately, neither contestant got that question correct. The correct answer is 24 inches. Oh, Jason, you were so close, though. Yeah. Well, f four inches is, I don't know if it's that close, let's be honest. <laughs> Maybe I'm too generous. I'd give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're very sweet. Okay, Gabrielle, that means you maintain the serve. You have two points. Jason has one. Are you ready for your next question? Let's do it. Okay. Pickleball is said to combine elements of three other sports. What are they? Tennis, ping pong, and badminton. Congratulations. Back on the board. Well done. Thank you. You ready for the next question? Let's go. Yoda refers to which famous pickleball player? Kyle Yates. Oh, no, it does not. Kyle is probably roughly 50 years younger than this particular individual. Jason, for a chance to steal the serve... I'm going to go with Mr. Friedenberg. Mark Friedenberg is the man. All right, so you've tied the scores, Jason. Congratulations. Two points each. 
Are you ready to keep the ball rolling? Oh, yeah. The original ball used in the original pickleball game was also used to practice which sport? Wiffle ball? Baseball? Baseball. All right. Jason, you're cooking with gas now, bud. It's <laughs> very impressive. I uh, honestly thought Gabrielle was just going to run away with this 5-0 in the first game, but you've really proven us all wrong. She felt bad for me. <laughs> all right, that's it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Very good. Okay, ready for the next one, mate? Let's go. Okay. The original paddle design came from which other sport? Ping pong. Ping pong. Look at you. Well done. I had to look that up. So good job. You have a book in front of you, don't you? No. You know I don't read. <laughs> right. This is for the win, Jason. You have four points. Gabrielle has three. You ready to claim your prize? Let's do this. Pickles was the name of the dog that legend says our sport was named after. What kind of dog was he? Can I use my timeout to get a hint? All right. The hint is part of the name of this breed is shared by a wonderful Southern European country. Say that one more time. Part of the name of this breed is shared with a lovely European country in the South. Any more than that is just going to be giving it away. Uh, I'll go with Labrador. Labrador. Just out of interest, which country are you thinking? I have no clue, but I can't think of any dog that's named after a country. All right. The correct answer was the, well, I'll give Gabrielle a chance. I'm going to go with Shih Tzu. Okay, now which country are you thinking of? I have no context for country. I just remember someone saying that it was a Shih Tzu at one point. So I'm, I'm going off that, which is, yes, a real type of dog. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is the Cocker Spaniel. Oh, mm. brutal, brutal. Brutal, very brutal. Very brutal. Okay, Jason, that means you maintain the serve. Uh, you have a chance to win this one. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay. In 2015, the Nationals were held at the Palm Creek RV Resort in Arizona, but due to a growing number of entries, the tournament expanded to which nearby venue? Oh. Casa Grande? Close. Casa Grande is the, uh, is the area of which Palm Creek RV Resorts exists. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. All right, bad luck, Gabrielle. To steal the serve and the point, any thoughts? Mesa? Mesa. No luck, no oh. luck, unfortunately. The correct answer is Robson Ranch. Oh. I love how you sigh like you knew that, and I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one don't worry don't worry i told you these were going to get difficult oh i love it i'm learning so much morgan oh good excellent me too this means jason has a chance once again to steal the match are you ready jason i think so all right how many countries are currently members of the international federation of pickleball 21 Oh, you were so close. 
So close. That is inches away. Oh, my God. The correct answer is 22. <laughs> That's less than four inches. Did you just guess 21? No, actually, I'm a member of the IFPTPA or RIFS organization. And so they have 21. Oh, I see. You are so close. I almost feel bad for you. I don't feel bad, but I, but I almost do. I wouldn't feel bad for me either. <laughs> so, Gabrielle, you have the serve. Are you ready for your question? Let's do it, Morgan. Okay. The correct height of the net at each sideline is how long? 36 inches and 34 on the middle. All right. God, I wasn't even asking for bonus points, but you... That seemed like a t-ball question. Jason, I have to agree. I don't really think that's a that's a fourth point question, Morgan. <laughs> okay, Jason, and who's running the show here just out of interest? <laughs> this is your one and only chance. <laughs> Jason, to be fair, when you said uh, 21 and Morgan said it was 22, I was thinking, man, I just give it to you. That's that's close to get. I feel like you've already won in my book, bud. <laughs> oh. Well, unfortunately, those are not the rules. So we're going to keep going. Gabrielle, you have a chance to win this. So next, just on a scale of one to 10, how nervous are you? I mean, this is going to be a crowning achievement in your life. Oh, nerves? Oh, yeah. Totally shaking in my boots right now. Super nervous. I'm a, I'm a 10 for sure. Fair enough. Well, probably, you know, just take the boots off. Let's, let's do that. A good idea. Just shaking in the socks. Perfect. Okay. For the win. And this is going to be tough. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Three men are credited with the invention of the game of pickleball. What are their names? Barney McCallum is one. Yes. Oh, I just read this in the pickleball magazine like a week ago. Well, that's good. All right. I'm going to have to take my timeout hint. Okay. In that case, I will give you your hint. The other two, the initials of the other two Inventors of the game are JP and BB. All right. I, I know Jason's about to smoke me, so might as well just pass over to him. I don't know the other two. Okay, Jason, this is it. Your chance for the win. The other two gentlemen, who are they? No idea. No idea. Well, at least you're honest. Okay. Jason, I thought for sure you had me on that one. Yeah, no, I, I I didn't read that in the magazine. I was sure you were going to come up with it when you gave you the initials. I was hoping. I was racking my brain. The other two gentlemen are Joel Pritchard and Mr. Bill Bell. Oh, that's so painful. As soon as you say them. I know. It's rough, isn't it? I'm so sorry. I think my pride just took a hit. Yes, I can imagine. All right, Gabrielle. So it means you retain the serve and a chance to win here. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's do it. Stadium Court at the Tournament of Champions is named after which generous benefactor? Oh, I can see his face in all of the videos from all the medal stands and him going up and congratulating all the pro players. And oh, my brain's not going to remember the name. I'll have to take a pass. Are you blaming your brain? These are too good. It's difficult, you know. You're, you're playing for real cash prizes. Well, pretty much cash prizes. All right, Jason, for a chance to steal the win, any ideas? Stadium Court at the Tournament of Champions is named after which generous benefactor? Rob Barnes. <laughs> well, he is a generous man, there's no doubt about it. But no, unfortunately, that answer is incorrect. 
we will certainly add in a bow bow kind of sound. Oh, a for effort, Jason. A for effort. I'm going to go with a, uh, I'll politely disagree with you there, Gabrielle. I'm going to go with a C plus. <laughs> I'm glad you were my teacher in high school. The correct answer is Mr. John Gulo. Bad luck. Not to worry, though. Gabrielle, you have a chance here. Here we go. Which major TV network was the first to air a major pickleball championship? CBS. That is it. Congratulations. It's an exciting time. Well played, young lady. Well played. Jason, good game. Likewise. Congratulations. I think we'll have to split it half seas. I think that's only fair. No, it's all you. If we split it, I don't think we're getting anything other than a beanie. Fair point. I'll have to bring you something when I come uh, over there. That's a good deal. So, Jason, you didn't quite pull it off, but did you have fun, mate? I had a great time. Good stuff. Good stuff. Excellent. Gabrielle, you are today's champion. I'm pretty sure this is going to be one of the, you know, one of the highlights of 2020 for your social media at the Wahoo. What are you going to do with those, those winnings? I mean, a trip to Hawaii? Oh, man. You know, I might uh, use some of it to get some new equipment to train for all those 50 states I got to hit up. Sounds like a good plan. I'm curious, what could a paddle do you use? I use the Selkirk Invicta. I have two of them. I have the purple and the regal black, both lightweight. And then I also just got an Engage Icon, the original Karen car. So... Okay. Okay. Well, we'll forgive you for that. That's no problem. Thank you. I appreciate the forgiveness. Good stuff. Well, thank you both for joining us. This has been our inaugural Pickleball Trivia. Congratulations, guys. We will see you then on the court. So, Gabrielle and Jason did perform well. I mean, not great obviously. I don't think Alex Trebek is on the phone anytime soon. Either way, let's check back in with Mr. McGovern. I ended up taking five weeks off after nationals. I'm not going to lie, I took five weeks off, really didn't do anything. And I'm not going to lie, gained 10 pounds, drank way too much beer. I did notice. That's okay. People were talking about it a little bit, just a little bit. That's all right. Just nesting. Well, hey, you know, I I was hurt and not not playing and definitely nesting and very comfortable in my and my new shoes, being being a husband. Anyhow, so I took five weeks off and then had a week trained right before the World Pickleball Championships. And and I've now uh, shed that weight off and looking much trimmer. So I'm uh, much, much happier about when I when I take my shirt off. And, and I, I went from drinking three hazy IPAs a night to, to about one. Okay. And how many during the day? <laughs> Not during the day. Really? Well, that's impressive. God, I'm, I'm proud of you. All this coaching is rubbing off. All right. So you're going to be in Indian Wells for 12th through the 18th. Is that correct? Yeah, I'll be getting to see your pretty face, buddy. This will be a fly on Thursday night. I'm there from the 12th to the 18th. I believe we're going to watch the USC fights on Saturday. I like it. I like it. God, that last battle was pretty serious for the from the girls, Joanna. And- oh, man. I mean, it was so physical. By far the best female fight I've ever seen in my life. And I swear, man, females these days in like combat sports, I mean, it's getting more and more physical and it's kind of funny. I feel like the girls are not grappling as much and they're more so on their feet doing, doing kind of like what the fans want and, and just getting after it. It's pretty cool. So 
yeah, I think they're looking at how many of the fighters in the men's weight classes are making such such serious coin being knockout artists more so than wrestlers and the Brazilian jiu-jitsu. They're looking for that dollar-dollar bill. Looking for that money. Did you watch the uh, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight? I caught bits of it. I didn't get to watch the whole thing, unfortunately. But do you think he's gonna? He's got a, a rematch clause, right? Thirty day rematch clause. Yeah. Well, it's. Uh, I think it's like July twenty second. If they just name the date, but Tyson Fury looked good, man. I mean, what a what a crazy story. The guy like lost a hundred pounds. You know, he's been fighting like depression and this bipolar disorder and and all of the above his whole life. And I mean, just talk about a fighter. I mean, the guy really came from nothing and and lost all the weight, and now he's obviously world world champ and, and heavyweight and guys a beast man he's what six eight? Oh, he's huge let's get him into pickleball let's get the guy into pickleball man put him opposite jeff warnick and see what happens let him lean in that kitchen <laughs> doesn't can do whatever he wants take every dink out of the air <laughs> you can do whatever he wants no referee needed but no man it's been it's been so nice it's kind of funny because meg obviously was never into combat sports or wrestling or ufc or any of that and Ever since we've been together, you know, every Saturday night is like a Super Bowl to me. I'm either watching UFC on ESPN or, or on pay-per-view. So she actually, I wouldn't say she fully enjoys it, but but now she actually has somewhat of a passion for for watching 45 minutes of it and then leaving the room. But my little man, Ty, he loves it, man. And he, he just got, uh, he's been wrestling for the last four weeks. He had his first wrestling tournament this last weekend and he had his little singlet on and his headgear and he was out there getting after it and it's kind of cool. So felt like a little a little piece of my dad you know like I've been kind of helping out with with the wrestling program and helping coach the kids and stuff like that and I honestly didn't think that I would dive in and like the very first practice that I took tied to like within 20 minutes I was kind of letting the coaches do their thing and then I slowly but surely got out there and I started helping out and, and so ever since then I've been helping so no it's pretty cool man that's awesome they should make a bit of a video of Tyson McGuffin getting your mat back on very cool. Very cool. Do you think the little lady will get into it? You know what? Meg and I, Meg and I just, just talked about this. My little girl is going to be so precious. There's no way that I could ever see, see her on, on the wrestling mat. Girls don't look too good with cauliflower ears, do they? They do not. I mean, girls wrestling, you know, obviously is, is growing and stuff like that. But no, I mean, my little girl, I mean, she's going to, she's going to have me wrapped around her little finger and it's going to be game over for me. So when she says, Daddy, can you not go to the U.S. Open? I've got a recital on. Can you come and watch me play the piano? You're going to be sure, sweetie. Is that, is that how that's going to work? I don't know. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer that when the time comes. <laughs> Good decision. Good decision. Awesome. Well, Tyson, this has been another riot. I look forward to seeing you, bud. It's been a while. Yeah, man. Look forward to seeing you too, buddy. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have some fun, get some training in for a week and probably get some drinks during the UFC fight and cause it a ruckus. <laughs> Why not? Is Meg coming down with you? No, no. So watch out. Okay, it is on. I will alert the media. <laughs> Let them know. Let them know who's coming to town. Good stuff, good stuff. Okay, so how do your fans find you? I, I've noticed TysonMcGuffin.com is out there. It's, uh, it's looking good. Yes, yes. Fans, subscribe to my website at TysonMcGuffin.com. I do a monthly newsletter kind of about uh, what's going on with family stuff, tournament results, camps coming up, all that fun stuff. I'll even throw a couple little quick tips in there. And you can find me, social media pages, Instagram, you can find me at TysonMcGuffin. 
follow me on Instagram or on Facebook at Tyson McGuffin Pickleball and have a clothing line coming out. If Rob is, is listening to this or hopefully he's listening to this, it should be coming out here very soon. Be looking for the clothing line, the, the TN clothing line with the collaboration with Selkirk. But yeah, Mork, thanks for having me, buddy, and look forward to seeing you this weekend, man. Thanks, mate. It's been another privilege. Tyson McGuffin, cheers, bud. We will see you soon. That's it for today, folks. That's one in the books with Mr. Tyson McGuffin. Remember to like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. You can find us on pb.fm or pickleball.fm if you want to write pickleball. Be sure to check out our Facebook page. You can find us on iTunes. If you haven't signed up for coachmepickleball.com already, then, well, what are you doing? What are you waiting for? That's uh, that's definitely going to be a game changer. This podcast is also brought to you by the next generation of Selkirk Paddle, the Vanguard, coming in spring 2020. If we're still alive... I'm Morgan Evans, and this was More or Less Pickleball. G'day, mate. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I can, I can. Good deal. Yeah, hey, I'm just in the car real quick. I'm dropping Ty off in like two minutes, so just give me a sec here. I I have no idea. If they do, you can't hear it. It's a, it's a little baby puff. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> Come on, do scorpions fart or not? Ty's wondering. Okay, Google. Do scorpions fart?